it's about nine. Um, I was told at the age of about 15 that my eyes were dying and I was also facing the prospect of the removal of my eyes um, and having battled chronic pain from the age of 11 that was something that I really struggled with in an effort to desensitise myself I threw myself into my study school was where I spent most of my life and I was there to learn and if I didn't have friends that didn't matter and if I ever considered the possibility that there was something I was lacking that thought was easily suppressed next time I had an essay handed back to me with a big fat A written on the bottom. It was probably when I was about 15 that I noticed the biggest change in myself. My studies weren't going as I had planned and <clears throat> my friendships were suffering and it really started to change me. I had become quiet and withdrawn and anyone who knows me knows that I am neither of those things. I had increasing issues with anxiety and some depression and I really became fixated on this idea that when it's all you've got, it's everything to lose. I guess you could say I thought that with good reason. I had no friends. I was being bullied. As a result of some terrible acts of cruelty, I was scared of any situation that had me exposed to other students at all. I had lost the last bit of vision that I'd had um, in my early teens. And along with that, my sense of confidence, my sense of orientation, my sense of balance. I had no motivation and I did end up having my eyes removed. The first of which in October of last year and the second in February of this year. That chapter of my life is finally going to come to a close this week when I have my second prosthetic eye implemented. So I definitely can't wait for that. But I've got to say, I've had some really deeply moving experiences recently where you know, I've kind of discovered that being the odd one out, it's not so bad. I am different. But that's okay. You know, um, when I first came to church, I thought that I was going to be just feeding my own sense of curiosity Having grown up hearing about God, I thought that I knew it all. And I'd come back with a friend who'd guided me through my school years. Her and her husband were both mature Christians and they saw the tough act that I put on, but they also felt the, <laughs> they also felt the depth of my pain and they suffered with me. And their presence was a real source of comfort and protection. It was this friend who brought me back to church and as I say, I, I just thought I was coming for research and instead I found myself in Christ. I look the same on the outside or so they tell me <laughs> but I, my heart was that of someone else. I sort of softened the anger and bitterness and resentment and hatred that I had known. They weren't there, of course, Probably the anger side of things especially is one of my greatest demons, but I had really started to see the good sides of life. 
talked about how being the odd one out isn't so bad and there is a piece of scripture that has really meant something to me. It comes from John chapter 15. And it says, Keep in mind that if the world hates you, it has hated me first. You do not belong, uh, if you belong to the world, the world would love you as its own. But you do not belong to the world because I have chosen you out of the world. And it is a great comfort and encouragement to me to know that I have been chosen. I don't have to measure up. I don't have to earn my salvation or to buy my ticket to heaven. Grace is called grace because it's extended to everyone and you don't have to do anything for it. It's there. And, yeah, that has really changed my view on life. For my 15-year-old self who thought she had everything to lose, I can now see that that is wrong Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life and I don't only know that Jesus is real but I know that I have a relationship with him that I have a life with him I've felt the power of prayer I have read his word and felt its truth and I think my eyes are a pretty small price to pay for the eternity I've gained in Christ. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kim. Do you mind if I just pray with her before we go back? (laughs) Let's pray together for Kim. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the way that you have worked so powerfully in Kim's life. Um, you've brought her from the, the darkness and despair of um, her teen years and, and you've given her new life in you, a new hope. And it's such an encouragement for all of us to see that. And so I just really pray um, over the next years um, as Kim continues on in her life and her journey with you um, that she will continue to hold fast to that truth that you are the way, the truth and the life and that she will continue to be encouraged by remembering that um, when the world hates us, it's because they hated you first and that she's not alone. And so I just thank you so much for her courage in sharing tonight and I pray that you will continue to protect her as she goes forward. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.